testes. I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. We're all you need. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 70. My name is Stevie Cakes, and I'm one of your hosts today. And you know I can't do it alone with us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up. Did he? Oh. Oh. Oh, it worked. He's here, he's there, he's everywhere. where. It's Alpha Edition. It's Alpha Edition. Hey. Oh, man. You had me on the edge of my seat, man. I was like, oh, God, is that going to play? Uh, it did? Go! Go! <laughs> John, football yes. is life. Football is life. It, it is. And, and actually... Uh, I, I, I play it often, as, as some people know and listeners know. And uh, this month, I started recording the goals I have per game. So You mean every... like, like recording or you have a camera on your head? No, 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 like... no not on camera. I wish I did. I, I wish I did. No, 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 because some, some, some of the goals are like really quality. But, um, but I, I normally don't score goals. But when I do, it's fun and, and you know, whatever. Uh, so I've been recording them. So I'm gonna see how many I can score this month. And um, John, you know, I bet you, I bet, I bet you fight dirty. Are, are you? Do you play dirty? Do you like, like, just like, I mean, just like, like go for the ball, not, but it's really, really trying to trip and kind of. You know. uh, it depends. Depends. It, <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no. The way the way most most would. It depends how you're treated. You know. Are there officials if there's a in your game? Respect, but, but you know, you, you, you're not. The, it's a Sunday league. They're, you're not trying to hurt people. You're just oh, trying to so play and have fun. But some people get. Like, oh! No, no. Well, some some people do get really into it. No, they, they, no, no, no card. But some people get really into it and and you know get mad and the emotions. Uh, if you ever need uh, a rep, if you ever need a ref, dude, I'll get some Uno cards. I'll throw a yellow one. I'll throw a red one. You're like reverse Uno card. Wild card. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Uh, no, no, it's cool. It's it's a lot of fun, but um, but yeah. Anyway, I know, man. How's it? How's everything yeah. at home with the the fam? You guys, you yeah. guys getting ready for the holidays with the kiddo? Yeah, yeah. We've been gearing up little by little and kind of like trying to get her because she's four, so she's got her moments of you know her her tantrums and and her, her you know it's a four year old. Um, so wow, we try to like four. be like, "Yo, Santa, Santa's watching," you know, like sees you. Does she? Be, does she believe? She believes in Santa, right? Oh yeah, because sometimes, but it's in a weird way because we we messed up once, so we kind of messed up and went with it. 
Like not what? not messed up, but we had we had presents and we're like, oh, we're gonna wrap these. And she's like, what? And I'm like, oh, I mean, uh, we boop, have to boop, send them boop, to Santa, and he has him. to come back. No, yeah, we were like, no, like we have to send these to him, and he's gonna send them back. And you know, oh. and and if you're bad, we we're gonna take some back to him, and you know, like all this stuff. Like it, we're we're deep in the lore now. It's it's this weird thing, but Wait, she just got, has to behave. Guys, do you do your kids? When did they stop believing or do? I, Steven, you still believe, right? They're little. Of course. Yeah, Why wouldn't little. they? Santa, just, I, they watch this show. Sure. They know Santa exists. Steven's yeah, like, what are you know, talking dude. about? Santa's real. Okay. I just want to make sure that they Some know that, believe, that he is real. But, yeah, exactly. Some people well, don't believe. The way but. I look at it, uh, you know, and I'm waiting for the question to come up one day, but it's Occam's Razor. I mean, what's more believable that Santa exists or that every parent in the world decided to just get together and make up this fake dude and say that this billions fake guy, of people yeah right? come on at the same night at the, the same, same night on the day. same day yeah really nice odds. or yeah. he's real uh i think he's real, I think he's real. <laughs> next up this is my partner patty simcox but you can call him <laughs> Ramey shanaday what's up man What's up, so Patty? For anybody listening, I never know which one he's going to go with either. There's there's a list. We've got them all, but I never know which one's going to get pulled. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm good. So you guys were talking about like kind of the Santa things. So we never had anything with Santa, but what we did used to do, this doesn't work anymore, but um, for New Year's, we historically would like starting at like three in the afternoon, we'd start rolling the clocks around the house forward little bit at a time so like by dinner time the clocks were all on east coast time so three hours ahead and then we would watch the east coast feed of the ball dropping in new york set off little party poppers in the living room or whatever you know say, say happy new year give everybody hugs and kisses and then send the kids to bed by nine o'clock just like any other night <laughs> nice <laughs> and then we'd go sit around and set all the clocks back to normal <laughs> did that for wow. years put many kids uh through that never i mean eventually they figured out but none of them ever spoiled it for the other ones but now it's hard because like all the devices everything yeah. just sets the clock automatically yeah so it's hard to go in there and override everything but uh no, fortunately my, we kind of got through all that with the kids when they were little my kid all... my kid will be like siri what time is it i know right yeah yeah so, <laughs> dude steven did, did siri respond to you <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Sorry, listeners. I didn't mean to activate your Siri. My Siri just went off right now. Oh my God! Stop! My... Oh. It's not doing anything, but I've got my headphones on. Siri, turn off the lights. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. It's if I said it, it's really messing with my computer. Stop saying that that four letter name. <laughs> I hear it. <laughs> you still hear it? This is it. Is it Stevens? Yeah. <laughs> it, it set mine off. Mine was like doing some crazy stuff. That's funny. No, good otherwise. There's music yeah. playing in the entire house. Oh no, what have I done? <laughs> George is uh, in the house. Like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> You're looking good, man. I like the I like the clean shave. Everything post uh, LA Comic Con. It's good. Yeah, I took the beard off. I'm kind of I'm toying with the idea of leaving it off for a little while. We'll see. We'll see. Do you find I like also, blue? I also don't like shaving, so 
Did you find blue like a couple of days later, like in some cracks or like? Oh, you know? yeah, there was <laughs> what? So that was on Saturday. There was blue on coming off of me in various places all the way up until like Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> but I, think I, I think that's finally when like he's like, I, I found blowing, blue places I didn't even paint. I'd stop blowing my <laughs> nose and find them blue or whatever, you know, whatever weird place you want to try and figure out that there was blue. So and you got blue on your hands, right? Uh, yeah, the hands, the, the hand, it comes off. So, like so when you go to the bathroom, you find blue somewhere else. You're like, Hey, where did that come from? Nah, I went to the bathroom. I'm, I'm very committed to the blue. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's see. Speaking of blue on the hands, uh, finally the glizzy connoisseur himself. It's Joe Lara. How are you, buddy? I'm doing excellent. Glad to be back. Glad to hear. You saw the glizzy, the glizzy, the glishy, the glushy. Was it glushy or glizzy? Glizzy. Glizzy. Can you explain to the can you the listeners what that is, please? You know, Instagram has all kinds of things to keep people entertained for countless hours, right? And somebody put a corn douchey, which is basically it's a corn dog that's sliced like like it's like sliced like a sushi roll, and. We're on this stupid glizzy kick, and I just sent it it's to like our a, private channel. Our, yeah. uh, if anybody's not in the Dad Batch channel, it's an extension of our daily chat, which is full of stupidity and funniness and just... Glizzucci. And sometimes you know, important and, stuff. Well, like glizzucci. Glizzucci. I don't know. I don't know. Glizzucci. <laughs> I don't know. It's I also a, I stop. A, a toned down sneak peek into our private chat, which is... Very toned down. Which is very mm. off the rails and would definitely mm-hmm. lose us some viewership. So we're not. Even <laughs> I mean, not, and mm. and possibly banned in Norway. Possibly yeah. arrested in some countries mm. as well. I think. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Norway would hate us. Yeah. Especially Brian because he's not here and we can talk about him. So yeah. it's mostly Brian actually. I miss Brian. What is Brian doing? Mm. Not Brian. potting. I think he's still recovering from last week's hot wing episode because he just Did never he? he never stopped putting hot sauce on stuff. What was your recovery for that? Was <laughs> it okay? Did you? Oh, there did he you is. He's watching. He's he's in the chat. Oh, in the did you burn two times? I was not okay. good the next morning. You weren't right the next morning. Uh, no. It was a little spicy the next day, but it was just like a twelve-hour issue, and that was it. <laughs> but but by right? the third by the third movement of the day, by the half it was, day, it was clear. By the next it was day, clear. It was clear, guys. By the third but, movement. But here's the thing. I have a re- oh, I got a wrench. What? Hey! Hey, you're a tool. I have a ring. Okay, but oh, here's yeah. here's the thing. John, you're officially a tool I, like us. After after we did the whole Hot Wings episode thing, I went back and I was watching the official episodes of Hot Ones. Okay? Dude, they're mm-hmm. legit. That's a, and, that stuff's hot. And they're on the First We Feast channel, and they have another show. 100. Um, They have another show with... Uh, Auntie Esther, and she is like doing like the behind the scenes of Hot Ones. Okay, now they interviewed the guy. His name is Flaming Ed, I think. Okay, and he he's he has the World Guinness record. He works for them. He's the guy that mm-hmm. makes all their sauces, the recipes, and everything. Mm-hmm. But he has the yeah. world record for the hottest pepper invented. Oh. And that's what they're making their new sauces out of. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Now, during this interview, he said that if your sauce, the first ingredient is water or vinegar, 
it's not a real hot sauce. Because if you look Which at means because when they do that show, all the all the first ingredients on all of those, except the first one, which is the mild buffalo, the first ingredient is always pepper. So I think we might have to maybe have Redo a, a mulligan. We might need a mulligan on our on our episode. Can can we if we're gonna do that, I mean, should we I, I think we can keep this going, like do do another one and then do another one, but Instead of going for like all ten hot sauces, why don't we start with like say four, and then yeah, and then the next time we do it, then go eight, and the, then the last time yeah. we do all no, ten. No, I don't want. You know, I don't want to prolong this. I want to get it done, <laughs> one and done. Air that bandaid off quick. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, he he wants to. I don't. I want to. Okay. I want to do the legit one so no one can say anything, and then if I die doing that, I'm okay. So we need right. to plan what happens if we can't finish the show, which is hey. have some pre-recorded stuff that you just hit play, and it's like dun 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 dun. dun, dun and Brian dun, dun, dun. also says in the chat that we need to do it during the day because it sucked going to bed after for him. We'll do it when you fly out here, and we'll do it live, yeah. Brian. Fair. Ooh. That's fair. We'll do a live show and we'll do it live. That's fair. Demolish our our. I'm telling you what. The one Facebook. that worries me is the bomb. bomb. That sauce the kills everyone. Bomb. It's not even mm. made to taste good. It's just made to f you up. <laughs> that sucks. Well, okay, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. San Diego Comic Con. You heard of Brian? Ah, I don't know about that. We're not gonna do it live, dude. Unless we have a <laughs> toilet nearby. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, anybody watch anything yeah, this not. week? Because I finished Squid Game from last week. As uh, Squid Game was legit. I know you guys Ooh. haven't watched it yet. But some of our the, some of the our, game show like the game show version, not the, game, the real the game, game not show the version. real. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was, I, dude, I haven't watched it. It's it was so addictive. There are only like thirty minute episodes, and I got through the whole season. I was able last week when we were recording, uh, was the finale, so I was able to catch up mm. in like a couple days, and I just blew, blew through it. Yeah, highly recommend. The winner won four point five six million dollars. In a game show, four point five six, Nate. That's a lot of, that's a lot of money, Nate. That's that's really in the Chromtono. Dude, that'd be amazing, Nate. If somebody like donated that much into the Chromtono, just one first, second, third, fourth prizes. (laughs) Just want them all. I mean, that'd be incredible. Hey, yeah, it could happen. Anybody, Um, anybody else watch anything? You know what? Uh, I've been on a uh, Murder She Wrote kick. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that show. You're talking about the '80s, John, when you were like uh, o- four. Yeah. yeah, with Lansbury. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, Angela Lansbury. Yes, because uh, sometimes I, I work in my. I either I'm either in the garage painting, or I sometimes I have de- more delicate stuff I can do in the room, like like hand paint, acrylic stuff, or whatever. And um, I just watch older shows on Amazon. There's a bunch of really <laughs> old shows that I. We used to watch when we were younger. I used to watch the show when I was a kid. Um, so yeah, I just throw it on there and I watch uh, watch her solve all these like murders. <laughs> does it does it hold up? She, I'm like, How? she's a gangster, man. She's a gangster, dude. Dude, she, and and dude, yeah. She always tries. She gets undermined and then she ends up whoop, like being the more like, clever one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, she's so the, this yeah. is. This is not the normal segment for something like this, but so like what? So John watches Murder She Wrote. What is yeah. an old show that you guys still like to watch? Yo, like an old show. old show. Okay, so 
I like this one called uh, Keeping Up Appearances. It's an old UK, it's a British TV show. And it's this, this woman, Hyacinth, like, her, they, they're like middle, middle class at best. And like, but she's trying, always trying to like make it seem like they're rich to everybody. And so the whole thing is just her trying to like make her little world fancy um, mm. to the absurdity of everybody around her. It's funny. So what's some other Man, old show. You know which one? Um, so, so I don't, I don't watch old shows, but I think the one that I like to like go back and watch was there was a British comedy called Red Dwarf. Oh, it's like the driest British humor. Yes, there's, there's, there's no, there's no laugh, um, no laugh real track. or you know, no laugh track. It's just, <laughs> and it's, it's if you don't understand British humor, then you would hate hours. it. You would hate it if you don't like British humor, but it is, it's pretty good. Yeah. You guys ever watch Faulty Towers, Monty Python? Mm-mm. Monty Python's amazing. And yeah, usually anything Monty Python's great. Yeah, so Faulty Towers is it. I, is I it. do have a guilty pleasure, and that's watching Golden Girls right before I go to bed. Golden Girls is a great, great that's show. That's a hit, dude. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for being a friend. It, yeah. That's a quick, funny, <laughs> lots of zingers. I had a friend at work that, and she like she everything Golden Girls. Like if I was at a convention and like Funko was releasing Golden Girls pops or something like that, she would want them all. Kind of like it was crazy. It's so funny. Quantum Leap, damn. Yeah, Kira. in the chat we got Quantum Leap's a good Quantum, 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 Quantum Leap. There's a new one, isn't there? Hogan's Heroes, dude. Emily, you guys yeah. watch Mash? You ever watch Mash? Mash. Dude, okay. Mash was good, right? Hold on. Yeah, Airwolf, Airwolf, dude. Airwolf, Airwolf. I'm here for that one. And string, Rider. hello, fa- string, string, fellow string hawk. hawk. Yes. Playing cello when he's not really playing cello because his hands are moving this way and the strings are going a different direction. We let him I don't slide care. on that. You let him slide on that, but he yeah. flew the hell out of that helicopter. Yeah, like so. So Airwolf. Uh, do you remember Blue Thunder? There was a movie, and then they also did like a TV show. There was that yep. one. Yep. Uh, Night Night Rider, of course. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. For dude, there was a there was a there was an eighties show where it was a guy and it was Nighthawk. It, it was like a it was like a blue. It looked like Tron, but he's on a he's on a, on motorcycle, a motorcycle. Right? Yes, right? I remember that. But one the too. motorcycle changed to a car. Yeah, and then it changed yeah. to like oh, <laughs> damn! I'm freaking out right now. I'm YouTube trying to remember, but I can't. I'm just around the spot now. These are make these notes. are a little too old for me. I missed Steven, these. Were... I missed these by like ten years. Some of these were almost like mm. you remember the old TV show uh, or the old cartoon uh, Mask. Like, like they had the car and like so it was the car and it was like it had like the DeLorean doors and like but when the doors would open up like then the I car could fly because <laughs> of course when the doors open up like that it's wings and they're so wings the yeah of course. so but uh, like some of these shows are almost like live action versions of that so, yeah, yeah. oh there's a lot of old shows actually mash uh, speaking Shining of Andy Griffith show speaking of hey. old old things Perfect to watch that Dr. are coming Who? back. Yes. Has anyone seen Godzilla, the new Godzilla movie? No. Godzilla. I have not, Nate, but I want to see it, Nate. Not yet. I heard, okay, so the movie is Godzilla minus one. It's not part of the Monarch series that we're watching. It's completely independent. Oh. Uh, so it stands alone. It stands alone. The universe that they're kind of trying to build. I thought but it was the, the same universe. But here's the craziest part. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of, it. I mean, it's Godzilla, but it, think of it as like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. You uh, said, isn't it the same universe? No, wait. It's the same universe. I I heard it no. was the same universe. No, no, no. no it's not. It's Na- not Monarch. It's Na- completely brand new. <laughs> okay. That's that's my bad then. 
You may uh... proceed. <laughs> you may proceed. <laughs> oh my god. This is so good. So this is supposed to harken back to the original Godzilla. Uh, they made the movie for only $14 million. Mm. So far, it's grossed. Made a little bit, huh? Over $60 million. <laughs> it has a tomato yeah. rating, a tomato critic and audience rating of 98%. When you say original, how many? wait. Nate? Wait. Nate? 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 Okay, which original Godzilla? Because there's the one with there's the one with Matthew Broderick. There's the ones where the guy the suits made out of pillowcases and it's going like this and and cars are being pulled with fish wire. A minute, what was that? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, my bad. Which which original? The OG original, black and white. OG is. Okay. Yeah, there's like four hundred thousand different movies. We might need yeah, to link it. This we might need to link it, Stephen. Maybe in a YouTube, we'll link it later or something. I don't know. The reviews for this movie, I haven't seen it yet. I in desperately want to see this. <laughs> the reviews for it, they're saying it's going to be like the movie of the year. People are leaving the theater like crying. It's so good. Wow. Um, yeah, for a Godzilla movie. I can't remember. I don't know if I've ever crying cried over a. Like, yeah. I've been emotional, but I don't know if I've ever cried at a theater. I'm trying to think. Has anyone in the chat? Has anyone seen don't. Godzilla minus one? Let us know in the chat if you've if you've seen that. Uh, another one that comes out tomorrow is Wonka. I want to see that. I'm seeing that Saturday probably. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to see that in the theater. But the funny thing now is like Timothy Chalamet. He's been saying mm -hmm. that. Uh, he's been saying that. He's not sure if doing the movie was the right thing for his career. <laughs> because he's goofy or what? Because he says that now it feels like a cash grab, not a good story. You're telling me that they're not. Oh, whatever, dude. And I'm like, really? You're he, saying that as you're promoting the movie? That's somebody who's taking himself too seriously. Just Could make be. money, dude. You're hot. Make money. Okay. He's in Dune. That's going to come out. I know, in the right? next few months, Dune was so, so good. Like no one will remember Wonka by the time out, that comes out. Trust me. They're gonna be what? Wah 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 who? Yeah. Wah wah what? Yeah. So, Nathan, the what? So, Steven, <laughs> we we were having a conversation on the side the other day about Willy Wonka, and you huh? were talking about how who was having a conversation you, on the side. You and you and Doug and I. Um, on the side oh yeah, yeah. you were like come here <laughs> guys give come here a minute i don't want anyone to hear about this me, yeah show me your talk willy some, show me some, your some golden tickets we're real quick show me your willy wonka wonka your willy wonka like, willy. oh you need to go watch snowpiercer i'm like what apparently snowpiercer oh, okay. is the movie the movie uh yeah. yes not the show the movie yes the movie's dope i, I, I gave the show a chance it wasn't great Okay, so the no, dope. yeah. There's this whole thing. It, it's it was an, it started as an online theory uh, back in like 2019, 2020, that Snowpiercer was the unofficial dystopian sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I need to go back and watch it now. I've seen. And they, there's like there's like a <laughs> 45 there's like a 45 minute breakdown of how it plays out. Right? How? Oh my god! <laughs> but here's the thing. The writer director of the movie he goes from kids at a candy factory to apocalypse. Yes, but listen to this, John. 
but the writer director confirmed it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so so it, the planet goes into a a a, a nuclear winter. And the, there's only a train that goes around the world that has to continue to go, or else it'll freeze with the rest of the world. Yes, that's that's that, what happens. That's, that's, that's Willy Wonka. That's something that Wonka would create. Wow! I'll blow your mind oh. even further. At the very end of the movie, Ed Harris. At the very end, mm-hmm. it's Charlie Bucket. John's frozen right now, guys. <laughs> and thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to rep your support for the show, pick up an exclusive Space Daddy Tech crew neck sweater and stickers at thedadbatch.com. Nope. There it is. Okay, uh, so you guys have heard this this tale before. So in some way, mental illness touches everyone. You may even have a family member, friend, or child who is living with mental illness. For children especially, the statistics are sobering. One in five children is living with a mental illness, and 50% of all lifetime mental illnesses start by the age of 14. On Our Sleeves believes in caring for the whole child, that mental health is just as important as physical health. Yet across America, children's mental health is an often overlooked and vastly underfunded component of pediatric health. Worse yet, only one child psychiatrist is available for every 15,000 youths younger than 18. Lack of healthcare resources and funding only complicates and hinders efforts to make significant changes that impact our youth during these critically important formative years. It's time to have a conversation about our children to raise our voices for this important cause. The Dad Batch is partnering with On Our Sleeves through the holiday season to help raise money for this amazing cause. Like last year, every week we will be adding new items to the Chromtono Volume 2, and your donation will enter you to win one of four prize packages. We will be sorting the items donated into first, second, third, and the grand prize package. And every dollar you donate is another chance to win one of these packages in a special prize drawing episode that we will release on Christmas Eve. So please visit Chrome Tone of Volume 2 donation link available on our website and in our social media bios. And while you're there, make sure you check out the resources they have available for everyone to help you talk about mental health with your kids so we can make sure we're supporting and protecting the world's most precious resource, our children. As of right now, um, unless something came in like like the last three minutes, I just checked the totals. We are sitting at $4,443. Yes. Thank you. The applause track, Stephen. Thank um, you, everyone. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, look, uh, thank you to everybody that's donated. We still got... Um, We've still got a ways to go if we want to try and beat last year's total. Um, I know that we've got some. We've been announcing uh, additional prizes. So if you want to, follow- Ramey. Yeah. I'm sorry. The chat is having a, a tiff. Can you lo- raise your volume a little bit? You're, or you're a little quiet. You guys are always telling me I'm too loud. I, I know, but you know what? All right. I have never said such things, Ramey. People. I can turn people the have spoken. Up. Is this any better, <laughs> chat? I like. You guys are going to have to... There's hey, chat, can you tell us if we're better? We'll see if this works. Um, so there we go. we've been releasing um, 
posts and stories showcasing new items that are being added. So follow along on the Dad Batch podcast and those of us that are part of the show also have been resharing those. Um, but we've got <laughs> new stuff to be added almost daily at this point. So keep keep track of that. So Joe, I know that you posted some things. I think you posted some things recently through the Dad Batch pod. You want to talk us through some of that? Yeah, I did. Um, definitely go check out our Instagram. Um, trying to keep these stories fresh with um, some new additions. So we have uh, Billy Maddox who made us these really cool, I think I have them on the desk. This um, Arabish decoder. It's really cool. I don't know if you can't, can't really see it, but um, he's donating a couple of these, which is neat. The Empire, and I think there's a there's an Empire version, and then there's a Legacy version, which doesn't have the Empire logo, but it's really cool. So there's that. Um, uh, th there's just some really neat new additions. Um, I know, uh, talk to Mike Forrester. He's going to be throwing in something as well. Um, it's just starting to pick up steam. So if you want to see what's part of the Chrome Tono, I think, honestly, I got to say, the one that got me that, you know, got me a little emotional was Indy Speeder donating her tech helmet the one that that she wore so like awesomely um last year mm -hmm. and um and that photo shoot with you right yeah that great yeah. photo shoot you guys have. so so kim kim when we saw her at la comic-con emily and juan and andy were there obviously we got to meet them and say hi again and get some hugs it's always amazing energy and then emily and, and john and juan were like hey um she can't wear it. It's she's growing, and I'm like, first of all, that sucks. Don't let her grow, but she has to. Um, <laughs> and two, hey, this helmet, this tech helmet, like, let's donate it. And so I, I hit him up on 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 uh, privately and said, hey, are you sure? And they're like, yep, we want to donate it. It's just so cool. So thank you, Indy. Thank you, Juan and Emily. You guys are amazing. You're our heroes. Um, so that's that's a super cool. Addition. Steven, you're muted. That helmet is a piece of Star Wars history because I think that that helmet has been photographed and videoed more than your tech helmet. <laughs> I hope it. I hope it has, dude. It deserves. She it. is like the cutest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wanda, Wanda's amazing job. Like, talk about another great maker um, who obviously has a passion for his child and also making things. He's really good with his hands. Stepped into this mm -hmm. world basically around the same time, maybe actually before I did, and um, made this awesome little helmet to to like perfectly fit her at a, at a certain time in her age. And so I think that's a wonderful addition to the Chrome Tunnel. So thank you, thank you. Yeah, excited about that one. Yeah. That one's worth at least at least ten thousand dollars, Nate. So you know. Like whatever, whatever you all want to donate, like it's it's never, <clears throat> excuse me, it's never too late to get to donate money, <laughs> ever. Oh, so hop in there. So, you have until December twenty fourth Pacific time, right? Guys, should do we have anything else to announce for Chrome Tono that we added? I do I, so? I was going to talk about so um, our friend uh, over at uh, Prop Right Props. So we may have talked about this before, and I will post pictures of this in the uh, in our channel. And we'll get it out in a post here soon on the on the podcast channel, uh, the thread too. But uh, so he's put together like a, a Star Wars based toolbox. So it's like a 
a, a Harbor Freight box that's been kind of decoed up to look like a Star Wars toolbox, and then it's got like custom padding inside. And inside there, there's like oh. a hydro spanner, a few um, oh. uh, restraining bolts, uh, like another an additional. It's tool. like a starter kit, and then and then a, a, like one of Sabine's spray paint gun things. So he and he's done all of those up. They look very like real and like it's they're weathered and like is this in universe. Is this the so. one? Is this the one that has the, the functioning blowtorch? Blow I think it does. Oh, <laughs> it's like a real blowtorch. Yeah. Yep. Super cool. Yep. I know. I know. He's shared pictures of that. Um, and I've got a bunch of photos here. Like again, we'll get a post out with uh, with all these pictures. Uh, this thing looks cool. No, like, and like it's got custom right, padding. No. Like you know how it's got that cube padding that you can like pluck out the little pieces, and make everything perfectly fit whatever goes. No into real the box. fire. So uh, it's no real fire. It's, on this it's all done like Guys. that. It's all done like that. So a couple other things that I, I forgot to mention. So sorry. Um, but uh, Warpath Customs they made these really cool dog tags of the Bad Batch last year's for Chromtono oh. One. They're putting in the whole set again for Chromtono 2, which is really cool. So if you like, That's you know, cool. dog tags of Tech or or Hunter, Crosshair, whoever your favorite is, maybe all of them, you can, you know, <laughs> bling bling it if you want. So that's pretty awesome. And then Laser Brain Studios has donated these data cards, um, which I showed off last last podcast, which is really rad. Um, just some really good stuff. And I, I'm hoping Norway will chip in some land for the Chromtono 2. You know, it'd be cool if Norway pitch in some land. Yeah. Um, they give us know. just an acre. And we'll set dude, up a little, a little European base. More I'll take than European base. I think we need a base. You know, we'll need one acre. I mean, one, one acre. <laughs> yep. Right. You can build a little yeah. compound on, on an acre. And I'm sure somebody would love to build a cottage there, Nate. It'd be incredible to build like a cottage mm -hmm. or or a castle, yeah. Nate. It'd be really neat. Nate, think about it. Yeah, just think about it. I could see it. Um, can I go? Steven, go. Where? Yep. We have an anonymous donator who gave us a set of screen-used oh. um, credits from Solo. Wait, what? Screen-used? Yes. So these were on... They won't say from... They can't tell me what scene it was from, but I'm assuming it's... a lot of gambling I'm, I'm assuming it's from one of the Sabak scenes. Yeah. Bite it. That's chocolate with a foil wrap. Oh, I need you one. to bite it. I need you to bite it to see if it's real. Hold on. There's this one. Oh. There's there's a, it's a set of five, and I'm showing everyone on the YouTube. Uh, there's yeah. this one. Screen used props, yo, from Solo. I I almost decided, I almost didn't put these in the Chrome Tone. I almost kept these. <laughs> this one. Wow. And then, yeah, but those are awesome. And then there's my favorite one. That's awesome. You guys... Oh, wow. Dude, is that a... The Mythosaur. Mythosaur. Yeah. Wow. So, dude, and the real, the real metal. Can you guys hear that? Do they it. spend? That's what I want to know. Uh, <laughs> In our circles, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they absolutely do. That is awesome. So we're adding those. Um, and then That's right. I should probably talk about why we're all wearing our exclusive heroes and villains shirts. From the first ever pop-up that they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first but not the last. So but I definitely can't, not the last. I can't oh I can't I don't wanna say what's exactly 
in these prize packs until, like I said, they're physically in our hands. But we have four prize packs for the grand prize winner, first, second, and third. The grand prize winner will be getting a Bad Batch-themed prize pack from Heroes and Villains, which it's basically got almost everything that they sell (laughs) for Bad Batch. Um, And then then the first place winner is going to be receiving an Ahsoka... Uh, Ahsoka the TV series themed prize pack, which is going to include their new Lothcat shirt mm-hmm. and the new Phoenix Squadron backpack. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, second place is going to win a Re- Rebel Alliance themed prize pack, which oh. is going to include uh, a Jedi Master's wallet um oh. and an, a, a rebel alliance sling bag i think that's what all the hip kids are wearing right across their chest uh the like the yeah, acro- yeah. diagonally and then, just uh, a fanny pack but worn differently no yeah pretty much it's a okay. sling bag. I just, it's got more pockets I was but just yeah curious okay cool and then this yeah. one's this one's really cool i i mean if i was ever gonna rock a purse this would be the one i would rock it's an Ahsoka men- metal handle handbag, uh, but there's a prize pack, which is a, an Ahsoka series prize pack for uh, third place as well. Heroes and Villains is really stepping it up, guys. Um, very generous of them to include prize packs for every uh, place winner. Yeah, um, I'm hoping to get those physically in sometime next week so that I can take photos of it and post it. If not, um, if I don't have them physically in, as long as I get confirmation that they've shipped, then I will post photos of everything in the price packs. Uh, but geez, I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff. One of them for sure is the mm-hmm. bomber jacket that, that we all wear. Joe, you know what I'm talking about. The one that Ken has. <laughs> Y'all right there, Joe. <laughs> Bless you. You know what I mean, Joe? Acha! You're, you're muted, Joe. Joe, you muted after you sneezed, dude. Yeah, yeah I tried to sneeze himself. <laughs> it's almost mute. like when you went down with the sneeze, you hit the. Mute. I tried to, I tried to hit mute, but I ended up going Nate. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know the you know the bomber jacket, the Bad Batch bomber jacket that we wear with the big skull on the back. That that's in there. That's a cool jacket. Hey, so when you said the Phoenix Squadron bag, mm-hmm. is it a is it a ghost bag? With a detaching phantom bag? Wait, what? Wait a minute. Ghost bag with a detaching phantom bag. It has that? No. No, I'm just asking. Does it have? Because that'd be kind of cool. I mean, you would think it would, right? I would make that. Like a detachable wallet, maybe? Dude, you said Phoenix Squadron. Phoenix Squadron. Bag. I didn't say the ship. Yeah, but you said bag. Phoenix Squadron is is from just, Ahsoka, so it's like the X Wings. No, but it's right. also in freaking Rebels, bro. Come on, man. No, this yeah, is but... Ahsoka series. The Ahsoka series, okay. not Rebels. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's the Ahsoka pack. I'm sorry, I went back. I'm sorry. Uh, that's all I got. That's it. <laughs> that's it. But man, that's gosh, it. guys, I wanted to keep one of these coins, but I just couldn't do it. Thank you, anonymous, amazing person. Whoever you are, you're an angel. Like Padme. 
Yeah. Are you an angel? <laughs> this garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, gentlemen, who is working on what? John's been painting some sexy character that's green. Let's see it, John. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have you it? Have it? Oh, I have it have here. It. Oh, I guess, yeah. Please, please show it. This don't be greedy. Do if you don't show it, you're greedy. You're greedy. greedy. See what I did there? See what, you see what did I did there? See what you did there, Nate. Yeah. So uh, this Damn. is a helmet. Look at that. I painted for Steven. And that's mine, right? No, no, no. That's mine's, John. Oh, well, you guys can. You all right, Georgia? Steve Stevens is coming second. That, that one's mine. <laughs> all right. Remember? Yeah. So how That's many layers of paint are on that, John? <laughs> oh. Sorry, my Bluetooth skipped out on me for a second. What was that? How many layers of paint are on that helmet? Many. Um, I think it was like six or seven. Yeah, it's up there. That's Ish. crazy. What? So the, the, the suit has... I can't... Hold on. I can't hear you for some reason. Hello. Ah, uh, technology. One, two, three... Four, Nate, oh we six, we seven. <laughs> you, John. Okay, what was it? Huh? Dude, my, my, my headset just freaked out. What was that? Y'all Nate over there? Now. now, now... <laughs> Nate, we love Nate. We love I'm, Nate. I'm, I'm good now. Okay. Yeah. So What was that? Right, Sorry, go well, ahead. Okay. I can hear you now. So, Grease suit has camouflage, like literally like the camouflage pattern on it. But the helmet doesn't have that. Like I kept feeling like when I was watching you paint that, I was waiting for the camo section to get done but there isn't one on the helmet it's it's what you've got and it, it's the suit eh. has all that, right yeah yeah he doesn't actually have like a pattern on his helmet i think it's more just like a green dark green light green olive green mix yeah. um i probably could have gone heavier on on the contrast with the yellows and the lighter greens but overall i'm i'm pretty happy with it so considering it's a helmet that never actually existed in real life it was all cg yeah yeah and now. and i i have other people that like have painted nicer ones as reference so i, I uh use the use their uh photos as reference put air quotes around them but um, i think yours is pretty good no yeah but this this is this is a fun one and and as long as steven likes it i guess that's all that really matters I'll inspect it and then give my final review. Damn. <laughs> wow. We'll see. Yeah. Wow. If you don't Whoa. like it, you'll just give it back to me. Whoa. No, man. I can't I can't believe how great that thing looks. It's it does look pretty cool. I mean, I I'm happy with it. If you don't like it, I'll I'll keep it happily. I don't, I don't mind at all. Dude, that thing is ridiculously cool. I think that's the last piece. No, no, no. The last piece that I you need. You got a couple, right? Last piece I need for the Thrawn office is the Dark Crystal. So tell the audience about your throne office, Stephen. Oh, no, I'm not sure I've everybody said knows. it many times before. I know, but refresh your course. Yeah, it's wait, 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 throne office. Yeah, see, yeah. even Joe doesn't know, so go for it. I know there's an office, but what do you, what's this throne office? So back when I had hair, I had a throne <laughs> costume. 
that was approved in the Legion. Yeah. Wait, wait, John, uh, Stephen, you don't have hair anywhere on your body? Is that what you're saying? Yo. And that's so my, Just keep going. my office at home <laughs> is now modeled after Thrawn's office from Rebels. It's <laughs> just <Joe's> done. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Something about something about oh. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it, Nate, 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 Nate. Okay, so I have, I've got the, I've got the Holy Grail from Indiana Jones: and The Last Crusade. Mm -hmm. uh, where, where did you get yours? Because I've got the one, right? But. Is mine just robot mine was just no. Mine's an old RPF prop from gotcha. Okay, many years ago. Uh, I've got Hera's Kalikori that Thrawn stole from Hera. Mm -hmm. The Jedi Temple Guard mask, which I actually updated because I used to have the Rebels version, and then I switched it out for the the live action the Andor version. Right. Um. Now, in the in the cartoon, yes, in the cartoon slash Hasbro Black Series action figure of Thrawn's office, there was a lightsaber hilt, but no one's been able to identify whose that is. So, I just kind of like took liberty and just I put Plo Koon's because I have a Plo Koon costume. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Grease Grease helmet is the second to last thing that I need, and then Which the is dark this crystal. One. Yeah. And these are all items that Thrawn has collected over time as mm -hmm. works of art. But it's just really cool that they're coming from all these different franchises. Is there an explanation to why he has the Gree helmet? Of all the of all the helmets? Is it because of the Order 66 thing and Yoda killing him? Or, it was or... conveniently separated from its body. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I don't know. But... Probably. Interesting. I'd like to hear that backstory. Oh, look at this. I just found Steven's submission photos for Thrawn. I hate oh, you. that's I what he was digging at. I am posting these to the channel right no. now. Yes. So no. those that are listening, follow us on the channel. Yep, subscribe. Yep. Look what you get. Look what you get. You get Our subscribers Steven. get access to cool stuff. Um, look at this. Oh, John Froze. This is glorious. The only thing that I've been working on here is like Christmas stuff. So like we've been decorating. Oh. Um, it hasn't come in yet, but I, I got on the Kickstarter. I was like backer number six on the Kickstarter for the Elegoo Orange Storm Giga, the enormous Ooh. giant 3D printer. It's got a print volume of like, I think it's 800 by 800 by a thousand. Oh my millimeters. God. It's like over three foot wide. Like it's four, four feet by four feet by four and a half feet. Wow. So you got in on that? Yeah. Where are you going to put at, it? At the low price. I got it at the low price. You're going to have to park. Are you telling your younger son, hey, you're going to have to, like, this is your bunk, new room? Bunk with your brother. And when it's on, you can't sleep here. I think we're going to have to move the car outside in order wow. to. Wow. But here's the cool thing my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife, she my wife. Keeps, like every other day, she's like, oh, hey, when you get that giant printer in, can you print some, can you print this? Can you print that? 
So like all those giant. Can you print another room for this thing? Because we're gonna need a butter. <laughs> all those giant like lawn no, yeah. ornaments that like the giant Christmas lawn ornaments and all that stuff. She wants me to start printing those like for next you year. Can and I'm like, you can I guess I can. Yeah, just print it hollow vase mode, super quick. <laughs> and it's cold enough so you don't have to worry about the heat. Too yeah, much, it won't right? melt. I mean, for sure. Yeah, it won't melt. Dude. So I'm... Yeah. So I, um, you know how I was painting um, hard hats for a while? I still have another one that I need to paint, but I was asking my son, hey, what, do you, uh, what character from Star Wars should I paint next? And he's like, dad, do Death Watch. And then he said, hey, um, how about my, my lacrosse helmet? So I haven't done it yet, but I was looking at this thing, and so I need to ask you guys, what Ooh. color blue is Death Watch? What color? Uh, what color blue do I use? I, animated yeah, or live uh, action? What do you think I should do? Live action, maybe. Help me decide. I like I like the the pre Vizsla Shriekok. Pre Vizsla. You should do the pre Vizsla helmet <laughs> Wait, paint job. Like Wait, the you one said, Brian has. You said Shriekok. What the Can hell? Shriekok. Yeah. Shriek. That's hawk. Hawk. It's an oh. animal. I thought you said Shriekok. <laughs> Wait a minute. What Tree? did you say? I did. What? I did say Shriekok. Shriekok. No. The Death Sh- Watch. Shriekok. 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 Man. Shriekok. Shrieky hockey. Anyway. What? What color blue is it is what I'm asking. What color blue? Do you know the colors off the top of your head? They're Montana cans, aren't they? Or, or like a Molotov blue? Molotov. Is, Molotov. is that the blue? Molotov? Molotov. Mo- Molotov blue. Okay, so. Molotov. How, how about you guys help me out in the private chat with the colors of blue that I need? And then. The, the, there's a, there are official colors that um, some Death Watch people can definitely talk. Like probably uh, some of our buddies on Instagram, they probably have the, the right colors. Are like oh, here Pl- you go. Planet Camino and them. Mr. Pre Vizsla Sith and Easy. Who's in the oh, chat? Here he goes. Europa. He's in the chat, but he's not in the. Europa con. Blue. Brian, you're not even working, bro. Just get in here. He's not working, yeah. Steven, hey, give him the, the, the current Riverside. <laughs> and then did. we'll pull him in. Brian, get in here. Everyone got the email, but Brian didn't join. Is my mic better now? So, Europa. Oop. Brian said Europa. Europa Blue. Yeah. Blue. Montana. Montana 94. Brian, so I'm doing uh, lacrosse. So, my boys play lacrosse in high school. I think it'd be really cool to do the big freaking W thing, whatever that is. The, the Shriekok. 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 Is anybody else building anything? <laughs> so, oh, I, I. Oh, go ahead, John. Go ahead, John. Well, no. Mm, well, Gree. I have a flight suit coming. Yeah, well, Gree, Gree, Gree's there. Done. Uh, I have a flight suit coming in for my new Mando, the one that's for the green armor, you know, um, and that should be here next week. And that's it. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Sorry. Does my volume sound better now? Remy, put Bluey on, please. Um, no, you're still a little low. You're a little low, but not that low. You guys are killing me. Okay. I can turn my gain up. 
any better now. And we should have figured this out on like That's episode better. two okay. of the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Not in episode like, 70, for sure. Nothing's for sure. changed. You're right, Joe. You're right. You're right. It must be something with this new room that we had. You're right. You're right. You should get a new computer. Weeks ago, dude. I'd like oh. this is like the fourth episode we've recorded. You gotta explore the space, baby. Um, um so I've been recording or recording, uh, sorry. I've been uh, I've got a sewing project that I started on and then I kinda got derailed. It's still my machine's still sitting on the table over here. Um, I'm not gonna say what it is out loud. I'm waiting for somebody to guess, but I will post pictures Ugh, to that channel that we've got. What? Oh, I thought it was your Batman costume. It's not the Batman costume. It's oh. something else. But it's not Star Wars related. I'll give you that much. So, Did you decide um, which Batman? I have not decided which Batman. Like, I saw somebody posted something that was like the, uh, oh, what's his name? The, the the newer Batman. Like, just oh, Twilight. Bat, the Batman. The Twilight Bat guy Batman. Twi- Dude, like, I, I love I, that I Batman. Some, some 3D files posted for that. And I'm like, that one's actually pretty cool. I don't know. We'll see. Again, it's all going to be dependent on some muscle suit that I have to put on because I don't actually look like Batman in real life. But maybe the uh, Michael Keaton, <laughs> the, the the Flash version of Michael Keaton, Batman. Maybe that one. So that's a good suit. Yes. Although, cool, although the Bat- the eighty nine Batman. So I I am I do have something that is related to the eighty nine Batman that I'm going to do, but it's not Batman himself. So just don't do the one that knows what I'm talking about. Just don't do the one with that says pow at the end of your fist. No, Kira said do Adam West. Yeah. Whammo. Pow. Zam. Blam. No, I bingo. I'll I'll tell you guys. I want to do the I want to do the Jack Nicholson Joker. (laughs) Yeah, but I want to do the Joker, but I want it specifically the version that goes into the art museum. And and the reason I want to do this is because Stephen has to be the henchman that's wearing the the priest collar that holds the boombox over his head. <laughs> like when they go in and they start painting over all everything and like they're playing that one song. Like Stephen's on the hook to do that guy if I do the Joker. So I mean I think nice. just, I have to do the Joker. So Jack Nicholson so Joker. I, yeah, the Jack Nicholson Joker. Ooh, so I'll man. have to figure out like the prosthetic to like make my face all. Yeah, it's such a good scene smile. with the prince. But it's song. so good. And it's like the best Joker because it's just so over the top. So and then you could like be like, "Where does he get those style. wonderful toys?" No, wrong Joker, dude. Huh? So, no, that's the right well, I Joker. Guess he, he does say that one, doesn't he? Okay, that is him. Um, just don't be Chester Copperpot. <laughs> no, Chester Copperpot. And Danny I've got Vito. Some, some Mando-related picks that I'm going to share to that channel too. But again, I'm not going to go into detail on the podcast but i'll so if anybody Raymond's wants to see what i'm talking one. about you can uh, go, go subscribe to that channel what because <laughs> all the Kira cats because of all the cats hey if i could pull off michelle pfeiffer's cat woman dude i've seen i've seen echo's calves he could pull off some sexy bro i've seen his calves when he's rocking with you tonight joe my gosh man you want to know no I don't. Okay. Do I? <laughs> Wait, what just happened? I don't know. Joe got really weird for a second. I've been off the chat for a second. A bit, so I'm trying to catch up. Uh huh. Trying to catch up. That's all. Oh, okay. So, anywho, anybody that's on our channel on Instagram <laughs> will get pictures ahead of actually any kind of official announcement otherwise of what it is that I am working on. So there you go. 
follow oh, the channel. Oh, Remy. Oh, Steven. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. <laughs> this might take a while. Not our smoothest transition, but we'll go with it anyways. So, okay. Uh, so this one comes to us uh, from podcast listener Eric Fisher. So thanks for the tip. Don't forget you can send us your news tips at news at thedadbatch.com and we'll cover your story on the show. So <clears throat> uh, Fantasy Flight Games is releasing a new card game titled Star Wars Unlimited, which is a new trading card based game. Uh, launches worldwide on March 8th, 2024. The first deck to be released is titled The Spark of the Rebellion and features cards for characters and ships such as Han Solo, Mace Windu, K2SO, and the Millennium Falcon, among others. So I was looking through the, the news on this, and I'm, I'm seeing numbers like on some of these cards as high as like number 246. So I assume this means that it's a pretty deep um, series of cards, and that's just for series one. So I, I'm not big on the card game, so I don't know how these work. I assume it's kind of like sort of a Dungeons and Dragons kind of idea. Um, where you've got cards where your character has different abilities and things like that, and based on what cards you have, you can do different things in the game. I, again, I like I don't know how these the mechanics of these. If somebody wants to fill in the gaps here for me, I, you are welcome to. Steven's smirking, so I assume he knows. Oh, and now he's looking very wide, so like he's just smirking because he's a smartass. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, Lucasfilm and Disney are releasing season box sets on Blu-ray and 4K UHD for The Mandalorian Seasons 1 and 2. Uh, no word on Season 3 yet, but they're actually both out now um, available. I think we actually talked about this a couple weeks ago. So these are available at kind of all the major retailers. And I think there's even like a... What, what, they do, did they do a steel box? I didn't actually look. Did they do a steel box for this? It, it is a steel, or steel, steel book. book. Okay, cool. Do, and do that, people still buy exclusive? The steel books are usually exclusive to Best Buy, right? Like I don't know if anyone else sells those. Do they? Who buys these yeah. CDs or DVDs? Like, well, that's them? that's the thing that I wanted. I was going to ask you guys about, like, nor like if it's a movie that comes out, if it's a really really good movie that comes out, like let's say Dune, for instance, right? I just buy it on Amazon for like I, four bucks well, or whatever. Like, if it if it's if it's a until if they it's pull a, it if from it's their a, catalog and then it's gone. That's that okay. But Mando was originally a They'll streaming right. It's originally it. a streaming show. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Ma why, made for like, streaming. So why would you buy this? The completionists. Yeah, like the if you want the collection, every film you know, every I have every episode. Like they've got all the Clone Wars. I don't like need any subscription so to watch. So then yeah. where's the decision to say yes to this and no to VHS tape? Like, you know, there's there's a there's well, <laughs> there needs to be a break in the timeline of I need to have Well, the it, newest right? tech we have now is Blu-ray, right? As far as like physical media goes for physical videos, media? there's nothing there's nothing so. past that, and right? Actually, and I, that I ended in what 2000 a Blu-ray player. That ended in when? 2005, 6, like they just stopped making Blu-rays. I mean, they never went beyond Blu-ray like quality that's what i'm saying yeah 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 there's nothing past blu-ray it's just it's just more hd right like so what's the difference it was, between blu-ray and this 4k uhd because that's mentioned in this article i honestly don't like I, again i've I, never I, owned a blu-ray player i don't like dvd is the extent of my technology it keeps so. up with the television sets or, or whatever whatever the lc you know whatever the screens are using for technology um the speed so of is, the processors and all that stuff 4k is 4K UHD some different format from Blu-ray? That's like a just... high definition. 
I think it's yeah, just... Blu-ray is the is the player. It's yeah. like a DVD. It's a, it's the format. I think standard Blu-rays just go up to 1080p, and then 4K whatever is, your TV 4K is, 4K enhances it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, but is it is it Blu-ray still the disc format for yeah. the 4K UHD? Okay. Yeah. See, I don't know what I'm talking about. So. Um. Yeah. See, bonus features. I don't know. I a lot of people. I might like. I could see if I was, uh, like, if I really wanted to have like the highest quality, then I could see getting the discs, because even if they're saying it's streaming at 4K, it's not streaming true 4K. There's compression involved. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but it's delayed. Yeah. But it, it looks nobody better streams than usual. Like, I don't really know, man. Yeah. I, I, and the well, other thing say... too is, what if there's a power outage? You know, everything goes out, and you don't have it saved. <clears throat> Then I could see that. You know what I mean? Like, well, if there's a power outage, you're not watching any DVDs <laughs> or Blu-rays. No, you got generators, right? But but I'm saying you can't like stream. Okay. You know, okay. you mean if there's like an internet outage? Brian's got a generator. He lives out in the woods, yeah. so that's, that's what people true. do in the woods. Yeah, when he's yeah yeah. And then he's hunting, the generator watching the like office. Ass. Yeah, I will say. So this TV that that's <laughs> playing behind me. So I've never owned a TV that was as nice as of a quality of picture. Like I noticed this one looks better. The Apple TV that I've because it's I new, right? Is 4K. It's specifically a 4K Apple TV, and but I've never like that 4K Apple TV was on a different TV, the one that actually sits in front of me here at my desk, which is supposedly 4K also, but it never looked as good as it does on that TV. So, and I, I've never been like a video file or like. I gotta admit though, I I'm kind of understand all these technologies, but I've never really cared. Like so many people sit there and like look at their phones, which is garbage yeah. resolution compared to a TV, and like everybody's happy with that. I still and, get like, the MP3, dopamine hit I need. MP3s are garbage audio quality, and yet everybody's happy yep. with that. So yeah. I think people's standards are just different now. I, I gotta say, I was always frustrated. I remember buying <laughs> this going back VHS, Empire Strikes Back. You know the the Star Wars collection, which is the first, you know, four, five, and six, the movies, and then after that came the DVD set with added features. And so I had to buy that. And then like maybe nine months later came another version of the box set with something that was now additional footage that was never released. They kept like doing this. I'm like, you, you know, I was getting upset because I was having to buy these things and keep up. Yeah. And I well, wasn't you got to be content getting... with one. You're like, oh, I'll get this and that's what I want. And that's it. If they come out with a special edition or a steel, blah, 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 blah. You got to just deal yeah. with it. So, yeah. I used at a pre, in a previous life I used to work for the media post production business and we were in mm. one of the things that we did as part of our one of our businesses that we would operate is we would do um, at the time it was like 2K and 4K conversions of films for TVs that didn't even exist at the time like at the time like 2K TVs was that was it like nobody had anything better than that wait 2K we were, 4K but is we there is doing, there a 8K? But we were doing 8K 8, yeah 8, we were at the time this is 15 years ago, because I've been at my current job for 15 years. We were doing 8K recordings of The Godfather. (laughs) So as as part of, like, our business, one of our businesses was doing 8K scans of the film negatives um, for The Godfather to do 8K 8K masters 15 years ago. And that film was made, like, in the, what, 70s? Yeah, but see, film, film, true film. The 80s. The 80s. The 80s. True film... (laughs) has no like you can scan it at whatever resolution you've got the, the optics to scan it at like there's no See, resolution like, on on analog film 
Whereas VHS, which is a digital format, like there's a mm -hmm. resolution to that and, and the, like the DVDs and whatever. So like there's a, a number that you'll never exceed if you record it in digital, you can't go beyond what the digit, what the, the optics recorded, um, in binary Where, but whereas film, if you can go back and scan it at 8k, 12k, 16k, like the technology exists to do all that scanning. You can eighteen K, imagine that. Eighteen K? You can scan that stuff way up there. So eighty eight K, dude. That's why like when you talk that's... to these guys where you're like they're recording on, on red cameras and like these newer cameras that are all digital, they'll, they'll be like they'll be like, I really like this, but it's not film. And it's like I, I would talk to guys on set and they'd be like, Yeah, it's not it I like it, but it's not film. And that can you imagine? You can. You we, basically have unlimited resolution with the optics. Yeah. It's basically limited to your lens, and and that's it. Like, so it, the, when was the, that, Ramy? When you, when you were working that? Uh, fifteen years ago. I've been at the current oh, wow. where I'm at now, which is not in the media business for fifteen years. I'm in automotive now. Um, but but for ten years prior to that, I worked in media post production. So, dude, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Like on our lunch breaks, we would go in and we would sit on set and we would watch them like, was doing good, the, was the audio, the ADR and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Super nice. They, they like, the, the, so like 2K, 4K, like that. It's the number of horizontal lines that, that are a part of the... So it's, it's, it's a resolution measurement for the video quality. The bigger the number, the better the picture. I'm not buying it. I'll just keep Wouldn't it be cool? It. Wouldn't it be cool I'm to okay, like watch not, it like... Care. Old school, like real to real, like like Star Wars. It it might be painful, but it might be just cool, and nostalgic, just to kind of go through. I just oh, you know. have you guys seen the silver screen edition of Star Wars? It's uh, floating around on the internet. Is that the twentieth oh. anniversary? No, no, no. There's a there was a uh, there was a theater in Los Angeles that went out of business, and when they went into the attic. They I'm so in. They found an unopened yes. copy of Star Wars. That's what I'm talking about. And oh. so they like. How do we get a hold of that? They completely digitized it uh, in the highest quality that you can. They remastered the audio so it's like crisp, but everything is untouched. So it's the original film from '77. Let's um, do that. Okay, how do we find that? It's online. You can if you're. No, let's just, do a watch party. Oh yeah, we totally we'll do. do that. Yeah, it's called the it's called Star Wars: The Silver Screen Edition. If you Google it, you can download it. Um, okay, silver silver screen. But it's really cool because it even has like the cigarette burns in the corner of when to change mm -hmm. the roll. Of tape. Yeah, when to change the roll yeah. of film. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I remember that. That's what I'm talking about. You see the. We were talking about the right? Yeah. I'll put that on and my <laughs> and my Luke Skywalker underoos. And uh, they might not fit, but I'm going to watch that for sure. Okay. Um, so we've talked about this before. <laughs> I played along with the derail this time for quite a long time. Just saying. So, I, so we've talked hey, about this before. Don't, but don't Nate. I mean, hey. Don't Nate don't on don't the <laughs> So we've talked about this before. Don't Entertainment Nate. Weekly has a Star Wars-centric podcast titled Dagobah Dispatch. So this week they interviewed <laughs> Hayden Christensen. Oh. So the interesting part of this interview focused on Hayden's portrayal of Anakin in The World Between Worlds. So he said, he had this to say. He said, I was getting to play a version of this character that I hadn't done before. 
And when we met Anakin in the world between worlds, it's sort of me getting to play the totality of Anakin and Darth Vader. It's an understanding of everything that he's been through. And then when we go back to the Clone Wars flashback, that was just awesome. That was a version of the character that I was aware of when we were doing the prequels. When we went to do, go do episode three, George Lucas spoke about a lot about what had happened in between episodes two and three. And of course, that was what Dave Filoni spent a lot of time exploring in the animated world. But I never really got to play that. And I remember when George was describing Anakin during the Clone Wars as being this great hero and a great leader, I thought, wow, that's really cool. I wish we could see that a little bit of that. And we do a little bit at the beginning of episode three, you get a taste of it, but then very quickly he becomes consumed with all of the inner conflict again. And then when I would, went and was preparing for Obi-Wan, I went and I watched the Clone Wars and I got to see that version of Anakin and I was very taken with it. And I thought, man, that would be really exciting to get to do that live action. And so when Dave told me that we were gonna get to do that, it was a real gift and I just felt very privileged to get to do it. So, and he went on to say, you know, establishing that dynamic between Anakin and Ahsoka, the stakes were high because there were a lot of people that were already invested in that relationship. And this was the first time that we were getting to see it in live action. I loved getting to do that. It's a side of Anakin that is just very compelling, very confident, and I think he's a good teacher to Ahsoka. And you see that he really does care about her. So it was important for us to get that across too. But Rosario and I go back. We met each other when we were both teenagers, so there's a natural kind of rapport there that was so cool to get to do this with her. Um, and then with Ariana Greenblatt, too, we were doing the stuff with young Ahsoka. She was phenomenal. They couldn't have cast the role better. So it was all set up for us to win. That was a great feeling, and I just loved how Dave conceived it and guided us through it. And the end result, I was very happy with, and I really loved how it came out. So then lastly, Hayden added that about getting to wield the lightsaber again. He says, I mean, any chance I get to wield the lightsaber is an awesome opportunity. And when I was reading the script... For the first time of episode five, I was like a giddy little boy. I was like, oh, I'm going to get to do this, all this awesome action. And I couldn't sit down. I was pacing around the room, just reading <laughs> the script. And I remember putting it down halfway through, and I messaged Dave and was just thanking him profusely. So I do think that, um, I mean, I, look, like Hayden's got to reprise the role of Anakin sort of in a form that transcends the timeline, right? He's representing Anakin at a point in time where he also is aware of the entirety of the character, which is interesting, right? Like he gets to interact with Ahsoka at a point in time where he knows, like, yes, he was Darth Vader and everything. Like, so there's, there's, it's kind of a trip if you think about it. So I don't know. Um, I, I so said that was, it. That was cool. This was a cool interview. I, I said it during our Ahsoka interviews on Hunter's hard drive, but man, I, he was the best part of the Ahsoka series for me. Um, yeah. And I then most like, people agree. Yeah. yeah. Most people agree. Just those flashback crucial. sequences were just fire. When, when he, when he comes in, like, like all Sith, like, like in the Vader moments, the flex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As that he's walking up to her the shoulder, oh. the shoulder spin Dude, or whatever he does. Did you guys, yeah. did you guys see the behind the scenes thing where Filoni was talking to him? during the the filming of one of the lightsaber scenes and he's like wow you're really good at this huh <laughs> <laughs> oh wow you're really good at this huh oh, yeah. i made avatar did you see that no okay <laughs> no but i look anytime hayden's been able to like i like it's funny like there's been an evolution to the anakin character 
so I liked the animated Anakin better than the live action one when all we had was episodes two and three and then Clone Wars. But then now when I see what Hayden's taken, Hayden's paid attention to that portrayal yeah, and incorporated it into his subsequent portrayal of the character. And like, I like that Anakin even better. Dude, so let, it's it's continued to build on the character, which I just love. It, let, it shows that there's a respect. It's like the complete form. Come, there's yes. respect for what's come before, and everybody's willing like to Dragon take Ball what Z. someone else added to it Cell. and build on it. Yeah, dude. Let's just Final say form. Let's just say that if there were if there Final were no form, if there were no Clone Wars, people will would still be hating hating on him. They they would. Yeah, the because Clone the, Wars redeemed him. The yeah. Clone Wars helped redeem the character, and therefore helped redeem the acting. Because the acting was, you know, at the time. But like Ramy said, when you had it, the, you this like, latest, this latest Anakin is the best version of all of them. I think because it encompasses everything. It. It's the best of the early stuff. So far. The, yep. which the is what, stuff. Which yeah. is what we're saying. Hayden Christensen actually did a really good acting job sewing it all together. Right. Yes. Right. Which actually yes. makes hundred percent. It gives me some some give on Hayden's portrayal <laughs> of Anakin in the films prior yes. because he was just following orders. But, but if you think, look, about, look, yes, exactly. George Lucas is actually not that good of a director. <gasps> I, I know this. Is what did you? Say? What? George Ew. Lucas is an amazing. Oh, excuse is me. An amazing editor. <laughs> so George Lucas is an editor. That's his thing. He will tell you this. Did you so, see American Graffiti, bro? Like that is. All. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole the whole faster, more intense thing that we hear joked about all the time, like that's his editing style. But that's like that's his jam. Like that's what he's good at. So yeah, I he think you're right. Writing and directing to other people, um, and he sticks in the editor's seat. It's always gold. And so you just got to take that with a grain of salt. You're right because I think I think Hayden early hate you know in those earlier movies. He's doing exactly what he's told to do without really knowing the full context of how this character developed, right? I mean, that wasn't written. It's all in George's head, and he's trying to tell him, do this, do this, so it shows up on the screen, to your point. And then as he and Filoni started developing Clone Wars, we're now seeing whatever's in his head come out years later. Yeah. And, man, Caden did his homework, man. You're absolutely right. It's just so cool. What, that was the best part of the right, Steven. The, the dynamic that we had with Filoni and George was perfect because George was able to download all of his ideas and editing style into Filoni, and then Filoni was able to kind of be the director from there, mm-hmm. bring, a different, bring a different take to it. Filoni had experience having done you know, Avatar The Last Airbender and things like that before, so... Um, Again, it, it kept George sort of in his sweet spot, which is ideas and editing. So. Cool. Okay. StarWars.com released three new Lego animated shorts. So they're available up on the website. Go check them out. So two of the three actually have no dialogue. They're just animation. Um, so first up is titled, titled Chewie's Holiday Cheer Up and features Chewie's friends trying to sneakily put together a Life Day surprise for their furry friend. Um, next, we have Tino Treasures, which is set during the High Republic era and shows Yoda recruiting Padawans Kai and Liz from Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. So, mm. John, maybe Amy would like that. Yeah. And then lastly, we have the one that actually has dialogue titled Twas the Night Before Life Day, which tells the story of a white bantha gift exchange taking place on the Death Star. It looks like this is kind of mostly the Emperor and Vader 
because it's got Vader mm-hmm. like with his like holiday sweater on and everything. So uh, head on over to StarWars.com to check those out. Just got his Lego. What is that, Rex? Yeah, Lego. The little Rex. Is that Phase little 1 Rex? Nice. Little Phase, yep. So Adam Driver did an interview with CNN. He talked about his understanding of the character and kind of when he first signed up to play Kylo Ren versus how the character evolved over time. So uh, this is dialogue heavy, so I've got a lot of quotes here. Um, So he says, I did, yeah, and I had an overall arc that in mind that J.J. Abrams Abrams wanted to do. His idea was that Kylo's journey was the opposite journey of Vader, where Vader starts the most confident and most committed to the dark side, and then by the last movie, he's most vulnerable and weak. He, He wanted to start with the opposite. This character was the most confused and vulnerable, and then by the end of the three movies, he would be the most committed to the dark side. I tried to keep that arc in mind, regardless if that wound up being wound up not being the journey anyway, because it changed while shooting. But I was still focused on that. With Ryan Johnson, he took it in a different direction, but it still tracked with the character. And then the last one, it changed into being, you know, about them and the dyad and things like that and evolving into Ben Solo. That was never part of it, though. He was Ben Solo from the beginning, but there was never a version where we'd see Ben Solo when I first signed up for it. So that's interesting. So when we saw... So, yeah, so Kylo started out as, you know, this confused, you know, guy that was trying to figure out where he was going. And then by the end of the the first film, it was progressing into film number two, you know, where he's smashing his mask and everything. He's, he's the most confused. But then he kind of doubles down by the end of the Ryan Johnson film. And he's like, you know, where he's like shooting at Luke and screaming more and all of that, right? Like we see, we see him sort of really going dark there. Um, he killed he, Snoke. He, he killed did. his master. Like he did. So, um, but then obviously things took a turn in the third film that he did. So went back towards that that softer side. So again, so I, I think that what we saw, like there was a progression in films, what, I guess what seven and eight, but then in nine they sort of turned it around and didn't didn't commit to it the way that they originally planned to. It's too bad Brian's not, Brian's always wanting more like sequel trilogy stuff, and then here we talk. Hearing, about it, he's I think here. he fell asleep. He's yeah. asking in the chat. Hearing Adam Driver talk about this, like literally hearing it from the actor's mouth, was mm-hmm. it 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 brought back so many feelings of frustration and disappointment, and feelings that I I thought I had like you know buried deep. And moved on from but just knowing that it's like it, oh gosh like the, it's one thing to know rumor right and then it's one thing to know um you know that that things do change in production for any tv or movie show or, or movie show tv show or movie or anything anything that's produced everything always changes uh but to know that there was like he literally said the words they did not have a story yeah. That that hurts. Like that as a fan, that hurts to know. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too, because I think originally originally JJ Abrams had sort of set out the the arcs for the, the three films, whether he was originally supposed to be in charge of all three of them or not. 
I mean, at the time, Ryan Johnson got blasted for taking things in a different direction. But did he really like from the from the sounds of this story, at least from Kylo's arc, he at least kept things going in that direction because the Kylo that we see at the mm. end of episode uh, eight is still very much doubled down on the dark side. Mm-hmm. So, oh, here comes the cat. Meow. Um, meow. Her, her meow. My cat meows does not sound like a normal cat. She what sounds sound like a like? human child pretending to meow like a cat. That Wait, is the closest. Does it, does it sound can... like Nate? Doesn't yeah, sound like that. exactly. Nate. Nate. She's right here. So. Dude, this all my other Legos stayed on my mic, but the tech one keeps falling. I got Mr. Lucas watching. <laughs> That's just screen accurate, Drew. <laughs> okay. Um, so a little bit of Star Wars toy news. So as part of 2024's 25-year anniversary of The Phantom Menace, Hasbro has revealed pictures of an upcoming Phantom Menace box set that includes the... You know how they do like those retro collection figures that are sort of the old like five points of articulation? like They look like the old Kenner figures from the 70s. Mm-hmm. So they've got a set of those featuring... Um, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon Jinn, Queen Amidala, Darth Maul, Jar Jar Binks, and a battle droid in one box set. So that's going to retail for about 60 bucks and will be available starting in the spring. In other Hasbro news, as everybody's playing with their toys, Steven's got record. I haven't found the Echo one yet. Everybody's got their Season 2 stuff. I haven't found Echo yet. I got my Season 2, yeah. Uh, so, Mine's still in the box. Uh, this isn't necessarily re- related to Star Wars, but we'll see how this progresses. So Hasbro and McFarlane Toys have announced a licensing partnership that lets McFarlane sell comic book-related two-packs of figures for Transformers, Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, and Dungeons and & Dragons. So uh, eagle-eyed listeners will note that those are Hasbro-owned properties, so they actually own the rights to those. It's not like there's a licensing deal involved. So Hasbro kind of has full say in what happens there, um, whereas Star Wars is a license that has to be granted. So there would need to be licensing agreements that would let them do something like this. But these new um, packs, so they're coming out under McFarlane's um, Page Punchers line, and they're going to feature a comic book and two articulated action figures. So the first release will feature Transformers and G.I. Joe, and that's expected to launch in early 2024. And I assume if that goes good, we may actually see that turn into leverage that lets Hasbro do something similar with their licensed products such as Star Wars or Marvel. So where obviously, like for Marvel and Star Wars, comic books are a big deal. So it might make sense for that. And anybody that's been collecting for a while would remember that Hasbro used to do comic packs where it was just this. It was a comic book and two two action figures. So, And so, Stephen, you actually are the one that sent me that. I don't know if you had anything you wanted to add to that or not. You're just playing with with Wrecker. Um, no, I, w- I was going to say that uh, McFarlane getting the license from Hasbro is that's a huge, huge, huge thing. It's a huge deal in the toy industry because Hasbro up until this point has always kept everything in house. They've been very uh, protective of their licenses. Um, so is that entirely true? I, I've never been clear on the relationship between Hasbro and I'm going to mispronounce this, but there's like a Japanese line that does the transformers that are like ridiculously high detailed, right? 
What is John doing? What are you doing, dude? John's, John's scolding Steven so for making so all that noise with his microphone. So in Japan, so you can get transformers that are, I guess, like Hasbro licensed, but they're like crazy high detailed compared to the transformers that we get here. Like in, like the last time I tried to do a transformer, it was like 65 pages of instructions just to go from one version to the other. It was crazy. So nobody's paying any attention. For anybody listening, literally all three of the other guys on the podcast are now in the process of doing something completely different. Nobody's listening to me. I'm trying to get Steven to say something and he's not even taking I'm I'm listening. I mean, I'm talking. <laughs> it's just that the 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 I was waiting for you to finish. But no, okay. the it, you got to watch the the documentary the the toys that made us and they talk about how Transformers was it was literally just created as a comic to sell the toys um and then as a as a cartoon to sell the toys so no hasbro hasbro owns it um i think they license it to that japanese company just because it's easier to logistically it's like uh tokara tomi right like that's the exactly the the japanese company but like i've seen the stuff that they make and it's crazy like it's honestly better transformers than what hasbro produces here in the states yeah so. Well, that, and that's what I'm saying too, is that I think like seeing Hasbro kind of loosen the reins on, on their licenses, a big deal. Cause if they're licensing these properties like GI Joe transformers, et cetera, to another toy company, <laughs> that's, that's, that's big. We'll see what McFarlane does with it. He makes good yeah, stuff. Exactly. Is this the same McFarlane that does, um, Spawn, Batman, Spawn, yeah. Batman, okay. DC. Okay, cool. Yeah, gotcha. Nice. Makes a bunch of dope figures. Nice. Okay, cool. Okay, so um, on to some Star Wars video game news. So, in a newsletter published by Axios, uh, the senior vice president of gaming at Disney, so Sean Shopta, shared his thoughts on the state of the Star Wars gaming world right now. So, Disney doesn't have any in-house game creation, so it's all outsourced. So, like what we see comes from electronic arts and other companies like that. So um, obviously Todd couldn't comment directly on something uh, like this, but there's been rumors about like Disney acquiring a game company so that they'd have a a foot in that world to kind of bring gaming in house. So he said, uh, there's a lot of conversation around Disney should go do this. That's a lot of tied to big acquisitions and things. We're very happy with where things are right now, strategically in the world, what we're doing. So And then when he was asked about the work being done to remake Knights of the Old Republic, so he said this, he said, not a lot I can say on that point for some hopefully obvious reasons, but KOTOR is obviously an incredibly popular game, one that we are incredibly proud of and think that there's still a lot of demand for, and I'll leave it at that. So um, lastly, a little bit of bad batch news. Uh, So the latest issue of Star Wars Insider, number issue number 223, which features a lot of content related to Star Wars fashion and the world that goes into costumes, also has a dad bat or sorry, a bad batch season two companion guide. I do that on purpose, guys. No, um, you are absolutely. So there's a season two companion guide. Wait a minute. You were so, so accurate. Yeah. So there's a, a companion guide for season two, which has got like an episode by episode breakdown. Um, so I think they're doing this as sort of a lead-in to season three, 
giving people a chance to kind of go through the episodes of season two again with that guide in hand. Did you just decapitate a tech figure, Joe? Yep. Why He's killing him again. Like, like three or four head tech heads. No. No. He, you he's... say no, but you're showing us a head. It's helmet. Okay. It's, oh, helmet. it's a helmet. It's the helmet that they find. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So cool. Sorry. Okay. Everybody's unboxing the season two figures. I still don't know. <laughs> I had I had a mini tech that was sitting on Wrecker's shoulder when when Wrecker was sitting on my mic, but then Wrecker um, dropped tech and I can't find him now. Wow, <laughs> Steven. So again, I think I think this just is something end the podcast now. We haven't been given an official release date for season three, but based on what I know of where they're at with the progress of the show, it's essentially done. Um, plus what they've got already slated for the lineup for season or for 2024. I actually think that there's a chance still that we might, excuse me, what me, we might see season three of the bad batch before any of the other released, uh, or revealed shows for 24. So fingers crossed. So we don't have a date yet, but it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility to see bad batch by as early as like February, March. So we'll see. Chris, I hope so. Well, if they're not going to release any of the streaming TV shows until, what, November next year? Yeah, well, Skeleton Crew's November. That's a whole year of or, no or Star Wars? December. It's Q4. Um, and then Acolyte's been pulled forward ahead of Skeleton Crew. Like They kind of switched the places of the two, even though the production was the opposite. Um, and I think, that, I think that there were some reasons for that, which we've talked about before and we'll probably talk Lame. about again. You did? <laughs> Yeah, we, we did. did. We did. I think I we did. I have a theory, and again, this is this he is, thinks guess, more they're going to tie I, Jude line. I think they're going to go back and do some reshoots so that they've got some additional tie-ins for Jude Law's character to have a role in the Thrawn movie. Oh, he's the one that goes and picks up Ahsoka and Sabine. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Do we just or write the movie or something <laughs> like that? Yeah, so, we're hired. We just um, wrote the movie. You're welcome, he, America. He transforms all, all into speculation. A, America. He transforms into a pergil. Yeah, exactly. hmm. You're welcome, America and Norway. We did it again. <laughs> and that yes. is it for the news. Wow. I like the news. That was good. For your information. The stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. So, fellas, I'm kind of curious. If you had to rank all the lightsaber appearances that we've witnessed in order, one, two, three, what would it be? Like like battles? Like Lightsa- Lightsaber appearances, lightsaber that's all I'm giving you. Oh, like anything with a lightsaber. Okay. Mm, okay, Darth Maul. Thinking now. Yeah. Which yeah, one? The number one is Phantom Menace. Like, when when the doors open and he opens the saber up and one that side whole fight. opens up. That whole fight. Like seconds later, so, the second side opens up. Like is that your number first, one? That's my number yeah. one. The first time we've ever seen Same. a double bladed lightsaber. Yeah. Ooh, that's kind of bold. Number two would be that, that Vader in Rogue One at the end. Like the the dark hallway, and you just also see the very good blade. Open okay, up. that's my number one. That's my number. That's one. my. 
I think th- I think that's my number one. I, I think know, man, I still think the double bladed thing is still a little more mind blowing because we'd seen Vader before, right? Like a single bladed red. Not like that. Right? Not, Not like, like that. I know. I agreed. Agreed, but so, so like, the, yeah, it's about the feelings, right, Ramy? So you're not wrong. It's about the feeling. Like, did your did your dude when Darth Maul, you know, yeah. like, like oh, when Darth Maul know. came out and did one, and then half a second later the other, <laughs> it, it yeah. pulled a shack. It, it was went. a mic drop moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's like? Look, I'm I am not good with the sports ball, right? Like, so, but what's that meme where like the guy's got like, and it shows the progression, like it shows the first image, and like the guy's like I, his mouth is open or whatever. Like, oh, the next it's one, a, like, a it's a more. people who know and people who don't know. Is, maybe I don't know that I mean, people but, who don't know like, and then people the last know. one the guy's like eyes are like on fire or whatever he's like super oh super never mind sorry wrong thing okay my number one is Vader Rogue One my number two um I found tech oh dude uh, he did my number why didn't you catch him wrecker <laughs> it's on your conscience my number two is when <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi, when R two D two lifts his, Spit his little thing before Shoot, before it comes it out before till... it comes out because the whole okay. time when I was a kid and I was watching it I was like come on Luke just pull your saber out just slice him out. and and then when that when they showed R two happens and I I was just like oh <laughs> yeah uh, and then number three is Attack of the Clones. When Yoda pulls his robe back, that's a good. And moment. then he does. That was a good moment. He does, dude. The, when he Dooku, yeah. yeah the when he's spinning years. around, because when I I I remember it like it was yesterday. We were at the midnight showing of Attack of the Clones, and like when the when Yoda pulls his robe back, and then he like takes the hilt with the Force. Yeah. The the audience went nuts. They were like, Whoa! you know where I was in that moment. You knew shit was about to go down. <laughs> yeah. Damn, Raimi just made this rated R. <laughs> so I saw that scene. I saw that scene in Singapore, dude. I saw that scene in Singapore. I was in a, in a theater, and so it was a different age. It was a different crowd, but there was still screaming. Ooh, I got one with a lots of applause. All right, mine. Uh, I'm gonna say one and two are interchangeable. Uh, same as Raimi, basically the Darth Maul fight, the whole fight, double uh, saber versus two Jedi, amazing, uh, and the Vader moment at the end of Rogue One. All, uh, I I agree with you guys there, epic lightsaber moment. But my third moment is when Mace Windu goes pa 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 and decapitates Django in uh, yeah Genosis, right? Oh, I mean, not to mention it was the first time we'd ever seen a color of a lightsaber of anything other than red, green, right. blue, purple. Right. So. Cause I he think was for me, this party's I, over. Like, <laughs> I, I think for me, I'm going to go with probably a majority of fans. Episode three, Anakin and Obi-Wan. I mean, dude, that, 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 the music, the music, the lava yeah. freaking the, you knew lava. it was coming. You knew it was coming. And I think the anticipation of it coming you don't want to see it, but you do want to see it. And the way they performed, like the whole back, behind the back, both Obi-Wan oh, yeah. and, and Anakin yeah. freaking just doing the same move. And then they hit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know just, exactly. But just and from then that they narrative, keep, I know exactly yeah, the moment you're talking about. And then they keep mm-hmm. going up and they're climbing up these freaking cables as this thing's about to go off the How can you And not it's be, going. 
how like can Lord of the not, Rings epic. Yeah. How can that be your number one? You guys have your own opinions. That's my number one. Um, yeah. Honestly, my my number two is is Vader down Rogue One hallway scene because, dude, those poor damn rebels. We're all <laughs> we all picked that one one way or another. Yeah. Right. That's we that's in the top three, one. and the number three for me is Obi Wan and Maul in the desert of Tatooine. Nice. When when Sam Witwer breaks down. Uh, yeah. When Sam Witwer, if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube, look up Sam Witwer breakdown of the final battle between Ben Kenobi and Darth Maul. It is so effing brilliant the way he breaks it down. A hundred percent. It's in fact put pause on this podcast and then come back and hit play again. <laughs> you can't but pause. Yeah. No. Like go. Yeah. Go everyone to in the chat, hit pause real quick. Well, John, we're live, bro. We're talking about the listeners that are going to listen, not the eight <laughs> people that are watching live. Anyway, they could actually everybody. Pause Kira, hit live. Steph, live. Kira, don't hit, go hit, hit live. Those Nate, are, hit pause. You, you know what I'm Memory saying? Pause. That that is anyone gotta wrench, be, hit pause. It's got to be number three. Like Brian's already asleep. He paused a while yes, ago. He is. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? That scene is freaking badass. So on the Sam Witwer front, I never, I never said my three. So number oh, three. Steven, you're gonna bring it up. Yeah, dude. I, come on. Please. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, this look. is why we love the YouTube. Steph already put the link in the in the chat. Yeah, Steph already got the link. So, Steven, go what? to our YouTube. Click play. And I'm going to come back to my number three here in a minute. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, just, no. just him screaming, Kenobi. I'm lost. I, I'm so lost. So close. I can see him. In my mind. In my mind. In my mind, Kenobi. 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 That's how I tell my wife what I want to eat for breakfast. Kenobi. You're like Nate Spaghetti. <laughs> no. You're like macaroni. So, but we're talking about lightsaber moments here, right? So, in the in so another sandwich we're tying tie-in. in the Force Unleashed, in the original Force Unleashed, that was the first time I think that we'd ever seen someone throw a lightsaber, let it do its spin, kill somebody, and then use the force to pull it back to their hand. That yeah. was pretty cool. Revolutionary. I, I remember when that happened, everybody was like, wait, did he just like throw that? It was almost like There's a so many boomerang good lightsaber move. Dude, I'm thinking so, I'm thinking yep. Ezra season three, it's like after he opened the holocron, the Sith holocron, and then you start seeing him go down the hallway using his saber and... I don't know. It's just, just really cool, Matt. Like, dude, there's so many good scenes. It's just popping in my mind. Lightsabers, man. <laughs> Lightsabers. Lightsabers. So hot what right now. What's she gonna do? <laughs> Can't stop it. That was a good question. Now that, was, yeah, that was a good okay. Question. Then I have another one from our good friend, Magpie Girl Maggie. Um, this one's more on the dad side. So every now and then we go, you know, Star Wars to real life. And so we all have, you know, we're dads, hence dad batch, right? Mm -hmm. What is um, what is something you like or appreciate hearing from your kiddos, mm -hmm. the little Padawans? Um, I have a four-year-old currently, so uh, it, it's hard. It's hard to get her to express herself <laughs> in a way, you know, like that. That's like she's usually kind of like if she is really excited and we see it, she kind of like closes up a little bit like tries not to you know tries not to let us see it for some reason i don't know 
But the other day, she or not the other day, yesterday, she walked by the green helmet I just painted, and it, and it was just funny because she was like, "Oh, uh, oh, cool helmet!" And it, like out of nowhere, randomly, and I was just like, "Oh, like thank you," you know, like a little, a little she acknowledged. Just, like, like she came, she saw it was new, she saw that it wasn't there before, and she's like, "Oh, and you know, that's a cool helmet," and it was just fun. It was just you know, it's a nice. They were like, so, so, let me let me tell you all about the different layers that I painted. Yeah, like <laughs> let me let me explain it to you. Yeah, I'm like do you have do you have a minute? Yeah, and no, she's yeah, like, cool story, Dad. Anytime oh, she's pace. genuine, yeah. Anytime she like like is like like you know when she's little things, thank yous and uh, uh, pleases and stuff like that. I think little. at that age, John, it's like those those little things that they say that you don't expect and they make you chuckle. It's it's that, like that, yeah, it's but it, like, it, it like warmed kind of, my heart too, you know, because I was like, oh, yeah. like thanks for noticing and. And being nice, <laughs> I don't know. She's funny. Being nice. Yeah. yeah, you know, kids are brutal sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> They're brutal. But yeah, that's me. Um, I mean, of course, I love hearing the the the, the classic, just out of nowhere, randomly. I love you, Dad. Um, because that's you know that's genuine from nowhere, right? But mm-hmm. I think. I think the the thing that I like the most is uh, like my kid, for instance, he brought me like a little plastic slinky the other day that was just totally destroyed. He's like, he, he's like, <laughs> like here you go, dad. Telephone. Cord. Fix it. Yeah. He's like, fix it. <laughs> and I looked at it and it's just, it's just in my hand. And I was just Stretched. like, uh, and then he says, cause you can fix anything, dad. And I was like, Oh, oh. That'll, and then that'll he magically, you did he say, it. let me go into my office, but then you sneak out the back door, go to the store, buy the exact Get same the new one, box, yeah. Open it up, of... yep. say, there you go. That's that's funny you mentioned that, Stephen, because uh, sometimes something will break here too. And my wife will like, like, like Amy will go to my wife and she'll be like, uh, she'll be like, oh, puppy needs to fix this. And she's like, I can fix it. She's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and she gets so upset she's like i think i can fix stuff too i'm like yeah of course you can like yeah she's i never like, told her i'm like she's like she's like no 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 mommy puppy will walks in with his like, tools like, and his space poppy shirt yeah. and he's I like got my, oh, I'm my here. apron on yeah, yeah. she's like shh 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 opens up his shirt and omni man's underneath he's like i can fix anything <laughs> workbench mommy workbench we got this yeah that's funny <laughs> i don't know my kids are kind of all at that age where they're kind of all too cool for it <laughs> they're in that weird zone right now so teenage Teen- years teenage is different years. yeah exactly they're all teenagers it's, they kind of retract like looking up and then like acknowledging you is that that's a good day <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> you're not cool dad i can't tell you how i feel I'm so emo right now, but um, right now, so my kiddos are in their 20s, and they're out and about. They're in different parts of either the state or different parts of the country, so just getting a text or a call from them and saying, breaking down whatever it is they're into, <laughs> and then not asking me to fix it, but just asking for my input so they can make a better decision. Dude, that feels so good. Like... It's like I think uh, you know when you're when they're that young, John and and Stephen, they're you're king, right? And and your wife is the queen. Like they, there is there is no there's no discussion. This is the law, right? But then there's a certain stage where 
it's a little bit more coaching and I, and that's definitely where I'm at now. And I think when they become full fledged independent, like on their own, their own salary, their own thing, then I heard that's like the friend stage. That's when you can go have a beer and just catch up. Right. Mm-hmm. But right now it's still coaching. So it's cool that, yeah, you're just nudging in the right direction. Now you're not, you're not like over by the shoulders. Yeah. And so knowing, knowing that little nuance of, of when to like, not, yeah, that's that takes some some thought, I guess. But um, I think when my when my kids text me with something that they're that they need us, you know, like a little just a different perspective, that's that's what I love. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, that's thanks, nice. Magpie, Maggie. Very nice. Thank you. Is that everyone. Yep. Where's so, so? Yeah, Brian's been quiet for like an hour or so. Now, I know he's too quiet, dude. He's. He's still working. He's typing away. On the He's working. Ryan's yeah, not paying right. attention. He fell asleep on, on his sp- desk. Spreadsheet on Thursday. Is there an echo in here? Yes. What? I'm Echo. Mm. Oh gosh, guys, I uh, sold my vacuum the other day. Oh yeah? Did you? It was just, it was just sitting around collecting dust. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, hey guys, what do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? What? Sophisticated? Sophisticated. Hey, you said that the first week. Wow. Did I? Wow. See, this is why you need to like change the color or something in your notes, John. Yeah. So that's you cover it. Like that's kidding. because John's a twice baked potato. Oh. You know what? Hey, what does Metallica's song See, Saint Anger and Star Wars Episode Eight have in common? No solo. Ouch. Damn. <laughs> so my son, when he come when he came home, he was like, Dad, did you get a haircut? No, I got them all cut. <laughs> that one's a classic. <laughs> hey. Do you guys know how to get a, a squirrel to like you? Give Act a like nut. a nut. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst one. Is there a nut in here? <laughs> oh, hold on. Did you guys hear that rumor about butter? <laughs> well, well, I'm not going to spread it. Okay, that's we're done. We're oh, done. God. We're done. So, okay. Stop. You guys stop. are just like mountains. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an echo in here? Yes. What? I'm Echo. These are really, really bad. Like bad. But they're supposed to be. They're dad jokes. You're welcome. John's laughing. He's making him. I'm, I'm reading a few myself, just going I know, down. I have like a here. really long list of them, and oh, some God. of them are just so bad. Like I won't even, I won't even do them the service of reading them. Sophisticated. <laughs> They're, They're dumb. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. They're silly. Good show, guys. Good show. If you're dating a girl. That yeah. In lieu of Brian, we miss Brian. For love in Alderaan places. Oh. <laughs> 
because it's gone. I'm just reading Looking for here. love in all the wrong places. <laughs> Looking for love, too. It's the only outro music I got right now, so. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> is this I, a storm? I, I don't have anything ready for this. What are you doing? <laughs> is this a storm? Hey, are we going back to Tonga? Yeah, we are actually, eventually. Of, okay, so speaking of this Sunday night is actually, so Tonga Hut does their monthly Star Wars, like they call it the Scarif Social. Oh, yeah. This Sunday night Sunday. is the December version of that. So anybody that wants to come out to Tonga Hut on uh, Sunday, what is it, December 17th? Um, yeah. I think it starts at like 530. Usually people are rolling in between like 6 and 7. Um, come on out. I, I will be there for a little bit at least. So come say hi. Look at that. Sweet. Surprised us with the music, and we still found a way to tie it in, Stephen. That's how wow. professional we are. That's how yeah. good we are. We're yep. elite. Yep. Why are we not at a thousand subscribers? Like we we're that good. Eventually. Yep. We're that good, but we're only at like eighty eight. We're not at one thousand. No. Eight hundred eighty eight. We're at eight hundred. We're close. In, we're not quite we're at one thousand. Eight hundred and sixty something. Yeah. yeah. Something like we that. should be at eight thousand, but we're not. Well, I think that yeah. does it for us today, guys. <laughs> um, if you enjoyed listening to the show, feed that algorithm and leave us a five-star review on your podcast app. Put a cake emoji in there so that uh, we know you listened. That's right. uh, be sure to subscribe yeah. to our YouTube channel. Uh, just subscribe and you can be entered to win Thank an you, alpha Kendall. ignition helmet of your choice casted by the Dad Batch. Uh, you can follow me at Stevie.Kicks <laughs> on Instagram, sometimes Twitter. Twitter? Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can find you, John. Um, well, Alpha Ignition. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it's weird doing this without the music. I'm just saying. It's, it's like without the music, it's just awkward. <laughs> uh, Ramy, let the listeners know where they can find you on Sunday night. You can find me on Sunday night at Tonga Hut. Um, also, in addition, otherwise, other than Sunday, you can find me at the On Our Sleeves donation link available on all our socials and on the dadbatch.com. And in the meantime, like, so we had a total that we announced earlier in the show, but since then, we've gotten some additional donations just during the recording of the show. So thank we're now you. up to $4,593. So thank you, everybody. Yes. We really appreciate that. Really do appreciate yep, it. Yep, I'm doing this already. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, what, let's what, do that. What, what, <laughs> what did you do? We playing the news intro again just because of it? Just for the heck no. of it? Just for fun? Just for the Nate of it? I broke you it. You know what? Let's, let's do it one Nate more a time. minute. We love the news. <laughs> Nate a minute. Whoa, Nate and up. Joe, where can people find you? You can find us at on our sleeves. Um, check out our our IG in the bio. You will see a link to go donate and those that have donated and our listeners who have not yet donated thank you for thinking about it we have what how many days we have nine more days nine more days Till the nine 24th. more days yes i think we can hit ten thousand. i'm gonna say it right now help us get to 10 we know times are tough we know gas prices are really high in california that's right we, we know but... that 2023 is not the same as 2022 was it's different times so Bread mm -hmm. is like super, super expensive right now. Just bread. Yeah. 
but give us some of your bread. <laughs> and you can you find were, you were uh, so well. and you can find Brian at Sithinate Easy, also at thedadbatch.com. Thank you again for listening to episode 70 of the Dad Batch Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 71. And until Nate time, enjoy your spice <laughs> responsibly. <laughs> Nader, boys. Good night. See you later. Good night, everybody. Alan Nader. <laughs> yeah. Is there no outro music? No, pretend the music's going. I think oh, yeah, oh. Put play the Notorious B.I.G. I can't. Dang. I nice, dude. I love that one. Dude, let's make a Nate playlist. Spotify. Yeah, oh, yeah, if anybody, now, if, if the recording's still going, like, what? If anybody's still listening, there, there is a Christmas nice. playlist that we've got out. There's Nate, a holiday Nate. special playlist that we've got. So we'll get that Nate one to sit with us. <laughs> I'm just trying to go just through hit. this to see what Whatever works. Like every is available. We've got. Yeah. The show's Steven, over. Just, we're we're just right, do we're it. Done. So, yeah. Just do it all. Hit. I'm all. trying. I'm we've trying to see what works. Post credits content. Oh, that's that's I must be honest here. What is this? Oh, the Ferris Bueller. It is so choice. <laughs> Play every song at once. Kira is so chaotic. I highly the hand gesture with that one. 69, dude! <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Oh. Just, we're just testing the entire soundboard. Thanks, just everybody. testing it all. Many Padawans over the centuries, and I can safely say your aptitude for the Force would fall short of them all. Bad baby. <laughs> bad baby. Bad yeah, baby. It's a bath. So do mine. Oof. Smells like dog butts up in here. If I tried to. Good. Remember, I go black. Black, black. So cute. If I tried to give the cat a bath, she would assassinate me. It would not end well for me. I Can I borrow to... one of your cats, dude? There was a Check. mouse. There was a rat in the backyard the other day. I need to. Oh. oh, okay. So last night, my cat was on a rampage. I don't know what she was like all night long. She was like bouncing around, jumping around the the place, like jumping up on the bed. I'm like, you are driving me nuts. It was like the first time I've been like, I'm gonna lock you out of the room. And then like I woke up in this morning and I found something like small and furry in the bed, like <laughs> not cat size, like smaller, like in the bed no. with me. No. Okay, no. All right. So I had a freaking heart attack. This. Hairball. Oh, man. Oh, so my oh, I, I thought you were going to say you had a dead mouse oh, in your bed. I had a, a rat or something. Yeah. What the hell? She got into my backpack out here. Oh, and she must oh that's have been the microphone. Batting this thing, thing around this place all no. night long, driving me nuts. Like, she Can had a imagine? heyday. And then she brought this to me as her, like, like she trophy. was all proud of herself. Like, look what trophy. I She's like, I killed like, it. I killed look, this thing. Totally I dead. It to you and I put it on the doorstep. Just like, it's gutted. It's cleaned. I almost yeah. died when I got up this morning because this Dude, thing that was freaked me out. Like, what is this? It was the microphone <laughs> cover from the mic. That's funny. That's hilarious. Killing me. Are we still going, Steve? I think we're still we're still live yeah. at least. I feel like I should be first. Trying to say. 
Okay, oh, bye. Steven's just testing out the soundboard now. This is bye. Bye. Just bonus content. Now. This is I'm, gonna I'm be gonna on the, the extra go features. On. This is gonna be on the on the on the DVD, on the DVD set. Yeah, the DVD. <laughs> hey, speaking of, so you guys wanted to watch the. Uh, this is the bonus track on the CD we're releasing. Next you guys week. wanted to watch the silver screen edition together, right? Live. Oh. So, yes. So season three, we're gonna add to the Patreon list. Hunter's hard drive live. And that's, that's when we do group watches together. So we can nice. set that up okay. with a, a stream thing. HHD live. Yeah. Nice. But we'll we'll do talk it. about Wait, that in the future. So how does that work if we're not all like, because things that we're going to watch are going to be on different streaming services and stuff, right? Well, mm. Stuff like that. It's not even on a streaming service. We have okay. to stream it ourselves. So we'll, so we'll be able to do that and it'll be like, we won't get like shut down or whatever. No, no, no. It'll be okay. private awesome. room. Gotcha. Mm. Private Private Everybody key listening, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yeah, chat chat was lively tonight. You guys yeah. are rad. Chat's They're always Steph, You're always awesome. Kendall, everybody, Emily, Nate, Kira Mason. trying to throw everything off balance. For sure, I love Kira's. Lacey, you're dope. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Angela, Angela. Word. All right, go home. You you, you, uh, you ain't gotta go home, but you can't stay here. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, That's and 